Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have tremendous news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including Major League Baseball, the latest fight news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Hey, training camp is here. Bet Online has opened up odds for team wins, division futures, and of course, the Super Bowl. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus. On your first deposit, just use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. Again, use our promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. What's going on, everybody? Paul Bissonette here from the Spit and Chicklets podcast and now the TNT broadcast. I just want to give everybody a shout out and make sure you tune in to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter, back with you. Please do download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review wherever you get podcasts on your smartphone device. We are brought to you by our great friends over at Burn Dairy, Carvel of North Syracuse, MyHotTub.com, and Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual, New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning right now with Brian Conboy. He's on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and get him at advisors.massmutual.com. Get your financial future in order today with Brian Conboy, and a big tip of the cap thank you as well to our sponsors, Bet Online, Camillus Golf Club, and our friends from the Swan family and the Whitaker family for their support of the platform as well. I'm doing an outlook for every division in the NFL as we approach the start of the season in 2022. I've already done the AFC West, and I'm going right up top to the AFC East. And frankly, I'm going to kind of work from the bottom up with this division, Okay. I'm going to start with the New England Patriots, and I think this team is in real trouble. They don't really have a lot of skilled players on offense. This is a team that had another horrible draft. They drafted too many guys that they already have a position for. Um, you know, obviously, we're still into the post Tom Brady era. Mac Jones, I think, could be a solid quarterback in this league, but he doesn't really have a ton of help around him. Uh, the coaching is now dwindling without Josh McDaniels and company. Bill Belichick says that the coordinators aren't, you know, he's not going to name anybody, which makes no sense. Um, it's going to be a rough year, I think, in New England. And how are they going to try to win football games? They're going to try to win it like it's 1943 because they have Damian Harris. Now, this worked in Buffalo, remember, um, you know, for a game. Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris are two just absolute workhorses. But, like, they don't have wide receivers who can catch the ball. You know, they really don't. I mean, are you excited if you're a Patriots fan about Jacoby Myers? Are you excited in the red zone about, you know, Ty Montgomery? I mean, I suppose Devontae Parker's a nice player. I suppose when he is on, Nelson Aguilar. But I haven't heard his name called enough in eight years. He's been in the league for eight years. Haven't heard his name called much. This team, this offense, it's all about the beef up front, the the running back trio of Damian Harris, James White, and Ramondre Stevenson. Try to get some kind of an early lead. Try to you know develop some turnovers off of the defensive side of the football, and go to work and win games you know thirteen to ten. Good luck in today's NFL because eventually you've got to throw the ball. Uh, even their defense leaves a lot to be desired here on this football team. I mean, I don't really love. 
uh, a lot of the players on this team um, outside of like Matthew Judon. Uh, their secondary is, it, it feels like a hundred years ago when both Jason McCourty, who's now on Good Morning Football, him and Devin McCourty, his brother, he's still there, but um, it, it, it seems like a hundred years ago when those guys were in their absolute primes, right? Um, you know, the linebackers, there's not really, I mean, Malcolm Butler's there as a corner. Um, they have some players on defense, some position guys, some guys who Bill Belichick, um, you know, has, has, has drafted and, and gotten a hold of, um, you know, to be systematic players. Uh, but I'm not really a, a big fan of, of this defense either. Um, you know, they don't have a ton of guys who can absolutely change the game. Um, you know, they don't even have really guys who can change it just a little bit uh, outside of Matthew Judon. So I think it's going to be a long year for the New England Patriots. I would expect them to lose probably in the neighborhood of, oh, I don't know, 10, 11 games. I don't think that they're going to win any more than seven or eight. The ML Sports Platter brought to you by Burn Dairy and Bowers and Company CPAs. We move to the New York Jets. And really the conversation starts and ends with the quarterback and Zach Wilson, right? I mean, that's kind of where we're at with him and the team. Uh, Robert Sala, of course, um, you know, still in his young tenure as uh, as as head coach. Um, you know, I think that the Jets had a tremendous, tremendous draft. Um, they got arguably, you know, the best uh, wide receiver in the draft in Garrett Wilson, polished route runner, incredible size at six foot and 200 pounds. Uh, they got the best cover corner in Sauce Gardner. Um, you know, I think that they're building the right way around Zach Wilson. It just is going to take, you know, some time. But I had Scott Mason on this podcast not too long ago from Play Like a Jet, and he's really the best Jets guy I know. And, you know, we were talking about Zach Wilson. And, you know, I think the fan base, I think he's right. I think the fan base needs to see at least some kind of a jump, um, you know, winning more games, Zach Wilson polishing his game. Uh, all words coming out of Jets camp are, are that he is a much more mature quarterback and he's getting reads in and he's understanding where his teammates are a little bit better. Uh, I think the offensive line is going to be a key for this team, of course. It is for most teams, I know. But, um, you know, Elijah Vera Tucker, the youngster from USC, still third year now. Makai Becton, right? Um, you know, you've got those guys who, who really need to stay healthy and keep him upright, he being Zach Wilson. Um, you know, then you go on defense, and, and they do have some hard hitters. You know, Carl Lawson, obviously, uh, you know, trying to get and stay 100% healthy for the entire year. They do lack a lot, I think, in the pass rush. Um, they're not a very good tackling team. We saw that last year. And as far as the secondary goes, they're hoping Sauce Gardner is a savior, right? Because the secondary was absolutely dreadful, dreadful in 2021. And so let's see if the, you know, the Jets can be a team that improves from 2021. It's going to come down to offensive line play. It's going to come down to Zach Wilson. And it's going to come down to how fast... The rookies can perform. Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, and oh, by the way, Brees Hall out of Iowa State, a 6'1", 225-pound bowling ball, who I think will be a very important piece for Zach Wilson and his development as he can work off the play action and rollouts and all the rest. This team went 4-13 and last year. I think the Jets improved by two wins in 2022. I think they finished the season at 8 and uh, eight and nine. 
So I, I've got, uh, excuse me, six, eh, nice math, six and 11 is where I have them uh, this year. So is that enough for Jet fans? Probably not. Uh, you're in New York, they'll be scrutinized. Uh, but I think two wins better than last year is probably there. And I wouldn't be surprised if they won seven. I really wouldn't. But it's all going to come down to, again, the rookies, how quickly they can develop. Number three, number two, offensive line, number one, Zach Wilson. Um, let's move to the Dolphins. The Dolphins are, you know, the whole division didn't get better. Bills and Dolphins and Jets did, but I don't think the Patriots got better. Um, the Dolphins got monumentally better. I think the Dolphins, you know, the Bills roster was obviously already really, really great and pretty complete, right? But then you add Von Miller, you add Dequan Jones, and we'll get to the Bills. You add Tim Settle, you know, you add some receivers, uh, you add Jamison Crowder, for example. They had a really good draft. Um, they add some really nice offensive line pieces. We'll get to the Bills in a second. They're obviously the most improved team, even with the best roster. However, Miami had a great offseason, and they had a tremendous draft as well. And they have major, major playmakers now that they have brought in the fastest man in the NFL and Tyreek Hill, right? I mean, Tyreek Hill should be a game changer for Tua Tunga Viola. Teddy Bridgewater is backing them up, so they have depth at the quarterback position. They have a guy in Teddy who has done this before, right? He, he, he's had his number called if he needs, uh, you know, to, to, to go in there and, and, you know, win games. The Dolphins can count on him. And I think this offense has a chance to be electric. I really do. Um, I think, you know, picking up Tyreek Hill, it's going to take pressure off of everybody else. Uh, he's going to draw a bunch of double teams. You can use him in the slot on occasion and then send guys like Jalen Waddell and Cedric Wilson Jr. to the outside. Uh, they've also got, you know, some other guys in depth at that position where I think that they're going to be a handful. Um, I, they have Mike Kosecki at tight end. I mean, they have, they have a really, really good core of offensive players, skill players. The question becomes, though, you know, is Tua going to take that next step, right? I mean, we, we talk about this stuff all the time. Is he or is he not the future quarterback? I don't know. We don't know. We got to see him probably with at least this cast of characters. And in fairness to Josh Allen, um, who has just improved mightily and he's done everything on his own and um, all those sorts of things, Josh Allen has also had the other half that I always talk about to get you to be an elite quarterback, which he now is. You know, he's had continuity with the head coach, the general manager, offensive coordinator up until now. But the guy who's now OC and Ken Dorsey was a quarterback's coach for years. He's had continuity with most offensive linemen, most skilled players. They brought in Stephon Diggs, right? Like the, all those things that have happened, they have surrounded Josh Allen. They continue to draft picks, uh, you know, offensive picks in the NFL draft. So uh, the Dolphins are, and again, it's a copycat league, but the Bills right now are the staple team in the AFC East and everybody's gunning for them and everybody's copying them. And the Dolphins are at the top of the list because they're trying to get Tua Tunga Viola to the next level in the NFL. The offensive line, I'm not really thrilled about. I think they can be really had. I think they're going to have major problems against the Bills, major problems against many, many teams uh, in the NFL this year. I think, you know, when you take a peek at their schedule, um, you know, this team, they go against New England at home, but then they go at Baltimore really good defense versus Buffalo, really good defense at Bengals, really good defense, you know, with, with, with Hubbard and company up front. Um, you know, they got to play Pittsburgh, TJ Watt and company, really good defense, right? Uh, they got to play at San Francisco, really good defense, Los Angeles chargers on the road, really good defense, Buffalo again, really good defense. 
So there are Green Bay Packers, you know, really good defense. They're going to be a team that probably is in the top three, four, or five in all of football in total defense. I think that they're going to remake it that way, and they're going to try to win more games 20-17 to 17 than 31-27, to 27, and, and Aaron Rodgers have the ball last. So I think the Dolphins are primed and ready to make the wild card, uh, a wild card. Uh, I think they will challenge for that. And I'm going to go ahead and say that they're going to go 10-7. Uh, and seven. I think that they do enough this year to get 10 wins. Will it be enough in the playoffs, uh, you know, to make the playoffs? I don't know. I really, really don't know. Um, but this team definitely added pieces around Tua. And uh, if you're a Dolphins fan, you have to be extremely excited about the Miami Dolphins. Before I get to the Buffalo Bills conversation, a quick couple of messages from our supporters of the ML Sports Platter. MyHotTub.com is a global leader in the hot tub industry with over 25 years of experience. Their hot tubs are built in the United States with the highest standards of quality control, an extensive warranty, and customer service representatives available seven days a week. They offer free shipping to your home with factory direct pricing and incredible financing plans. Visit online at MyHotTub.com or stop in Destiny USA today. MyHotTub.com. Whether online or in person, you better hurry because these spas won't last. Celebrate your whale of a dad with a fudgy the whale ice cream cake from the locally owned and operated Carvel of North Syracuse. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design your dad wants, they make it happen. Your dad deserves a tasty treat this Father's Day. Soft serve ice cream, milkshake, sundaes, shakes, and more. America's favorite since 1934. Carvel. Open seven days a week. Brewerton Road in North Syracuse. Stop in today. Fudgy the whale is waiting for you. All right, back with you here on the ML Sports Platter. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices and Welch and Company Jewelers. Make sure you shop the showcase today at welchjewelers.com. On to the Buffalo Bills. Expectations are through the roof. We know that. And, you know, I heard Josh Allen on with Peter King, and he talked at length about it, and he said, that's where we want to be. We want the expectations. That's the expectation for every football team. We're no different. This team has been knocking on the door. To win a championship, they should have won last year in Kansas City. Um, I've heard a lot of people say, well, I'd like to see that uh, defense kind of run it, run back uh, the last 13 seconds with, uh, you know, Trey White. doesn't matter if Trey White was in there, if the coaches are going to let you down. If the, call, if the, if the coaches are going to call the wrong package, it just does not matter. And so, you know, I think with this football team, um, I don't know if they're past that. Um, I don't know if it, it's lingering in their minds. If it is, it's probably a hunger type of thing before anything. Um, they wanted to avenge the loss in Kansas City, and they had an opportunity to do so, you know, from 2020, and they just, they failed. McDermott failed them. Um, you know, whoever called that last defensive package, if it was Leslie Frazier, McDermott can override him. He's the CEO of the football team. He's also a defensive mind, and he created that defense. So figure it out. You know, there's no way you should have a prevent defense going up against Kansas City with 13 seconds to go, two timeouts, and Hill, Kelsey, and Mahomes, all Hall of Famers. You know, quick strike, boom, timeout, quick strike, boom, timeout. It doesn't take that long for those guys to get a bunch of yards. And so um, I, I'm just still disappointed about that. But we do have to turn the page. We do have to look at 2022. And the Bills have probably the best roster in the National Football League. I mean, when you look at it top to bottom, many people think Josh Allen's the best quarterback in the NFL. They have a very deep running back room. They had a great draft. Uh, the wide receivers 
and the skill guys are terrific. Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, uh, they've got slot guys in, in, uh, in McKenzie, and uh, they pick up Jamison Crowder. They draft Khalil Shakir. Uh, running backs, I mentioned, deep room, right? Singletary and Moss, we'll, we'll see what they can deliver. And, of course, the rookie, James Cook, a lot of people are high on. O.J. Howard could be a sneaky X-factor on this team as well. They have tight end depth, so don't be surprised to see the Bills run out some more two tight end formations. Uh, Tommy Sweeney is still there as well. Run the football a little bit more. Get the tight ends uh, you know, in action. Get them off the, the play action. Uh, Dawson Knox here in a, in a contract year. Expect a big year from him. Um, the offensive line, I think, is is one of the best. Now, as I record this, Roger Saffold is still injured, but uh, he should be back for week one, and they have a really, really good offensive line. I mean, there's no other way to say it. Um, you know, Ryan Bates got a tender offer from the Bears. He elected to come back to the Bills. Spencer Brown at right tackle. I think he's got to take a big step forward. I thought he was pretty good last year, but uh, got blown on the edge, uh, blown up on the edge quite often. I think he needs to kind of take um, – a step forward there on on the right side. Um, you know, you've got uh, the the guard play here uh, is 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 pretty solid. You know, you've got uh, uh, Roger Saffold and Ike Butker. Um, I would assume that Roger Saffold would be on the left and uh, left guard, and then the right guard would be would be Ike Butker. Um, you know, and uh, and then you got you know Deion Dawkins on the left tackle side. Um, so left tackle, Deion Dawkins, uh, inside guard left. Well, left, I think probably Saffold, um, center Mitch Morse, uh, you know, right guard would be Ike Butker, I think. And then, you know, Spencer Brown at the right tackle position. Um, they do have some depth pieces. They're still kind of trying to figure out Cody Ford, but when you look left to right and you go Dawkins and you go Saffold and you go Morse, Butker and, Spencer Brown. Um, it's a really good, deep, physical, versatile offensive line. And I think they're all going to complement each other very nicely. Now, this defense last year at times they were number one in total defense. Um, I know stats sometimes can can trick you. I would definitely say that they were a top three to five defense, but I don't know if they were, you know, completely and utterly number one. Watching them watching them play on a weekly basis, they were up there. I don't know if they were number one for you know more than three to five weeks. But what you have here is you have returning safeties, and I know Jordan Poyer's in a contract year, but you have returning safeties if you work it from back to front. You know, Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, the best safety duo in the NFL. Then you go to the linebackers, and really it's a lot of the same room. The only guy that's different is, of course, A.J. Klein, who they had to release to save some money. But and Andre Smith is now on um, you know, on the shelf here a little bit for substance abuse, I believe. Um but you have Matt Milano, you have Tremaine Edmonds, you have Tyrell Dodson. Um, you know, you went out and drafted Terrell Bernard. Uh, and, you know, let's face it, the defensive line has been vastly improved as well. You've got the hybrid in Von Miller who can absolutely positively disrupt things from anywhere and everywhere. Um, he's a guy who offensive coordinators stay up at night to plan for. He's in that conversation historically with players on defense who just make the absolute hell uh, for the offensive coordinator in terms of the game plan. Um, it positions that vary, right? I mean, Deion Sanders, Ed Reed, Darrell Rivas, Dick Buckus, right? Ray Nitschke, uh, AJ uh, uh, or Aaron Donald, right? Uh, JJ Watt in his prime. 
um, you know, Reggie White, Bruce Smith, Lawrence Taylor, those kind of guys, that's Von Miller. He is one of those impactful guys. You add him to a defensive line that was already pretty good and already pretty deep, and you add Daquan Jones, and you add um, Tim Settle, who I think they're going to take up and clog a lot of that middle and let people kind of roam free. You bring back two familiar faces in Jordan Phillips at defensive tackle and, of course, Shaq Lawson at defensive end. And now you've got Boogie Basham, you have Epinesa, you have Shaq Lawson, you have Rousseau, you have uh, uh, Von Miller running, rushing the quarterback. And I think, you know, Tremaine Edmonds, I, I think Tremaine Edmonds is going to have a really good year. I mean, uh, I remember just a few days back, I had Scott Petoniak on my Pandemonium podcast on the Built-in Buffalo Podcast Network, and we talked at length about Tremaine Edmonds. He's one of the four guys who are free agents at the end of this year. You know, Tremaine Edmonds, Jordan Poyer, Devin Singletary, and Dawson Knox. And if I had to pick two, uh, if if I could get Poyer for two years, you know, I don't want him for three or four. I mean, he's 31 years old for as good as he is. But if I could get him for two years, I want him and Tremaine Edmonds over the offensive guys. No disrespect to Dawson Knox, but they have a ton of a ton of offensive weapons. And I think Tremaine Edmonds hasn't even hit his ceiling yet. Um, I think he might be a year or two away from that. He's still super young. He fills a box score. I know he doesn't make the amazing play, and I know he gets blown off the ball a lot. But he's always around the ball, and he's making tackles left and right. I mean, go look at his last couple of years where he's had double-digit tackles in games. It's been absolutely unbelievable to watch. And so I love Tremaine Edmonds. I think he's going to be a really, really good, good, nice player for a long time, and I hope that long time is in a Bills uniform because he is, um, you know, he, he he's the future is bright and the ceiling is, I mean, I think it, he can reach that. You know, I, I think he can reach up there and get it and uh, be a a force for the Bills um, for several years. So uh, the Bills are primed and ready, literally and figuratively. They've got a lot of primetime games this year. They open up the whole season on uh, the Thursday nighter against the Rams in L.A. That's an NBC or where they'll be raising the Super Bowl banner. You got Tennessee at home. You go at my, yeah, that one's a Monday night football game. Then you go at Miami. You got at Baltimore. That's how you start the year. I mean, Wow. Home for Pittsburgh, you get some 1 o'clock games in there. Then you go at KC for a CBS game. You host Green Bay after the bye week at the Jets. Home for the Vikings, home for the Browns, at the Lions, at the Pats. Home for the Jets, home for the Dolphins, at the Bears, at the Bengals, and home for New England. The other primetime games are um, 820 Green Bay Sunday Night Football. Uh, You got New England Amazon Prime Video on a Thursday night with Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet. And uh, you've got the Monday Nighter. Uh, at Cincinnati, which could really play into the playoff picture in terms of home field advantage. So we'll see what this team does. The hype is real. The ex- expectations are real. This is the most hype uh, and 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 expectations that we've seen since the 90s. And I would venture to say that because we have social media and we've never had more outlets covering the Buffalo Bills and sports in general, I think this is the most hyped up uh, season full of expectations as well in Bills history. So let's see how they handle it. They are the overwhelming Super Bowl favorites, according to basically 9 out of 10 people uh, around the country. Fans, media, players, whoever. Uh, Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mike L Sports, and hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports as well. We are brought to you by our great, great friends over at Camillus Golf Club, the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, and your state farm agent, Matt Graham. Get a free rate quote today. From Matt Graham, home, auto, life, business, and more. 
He's there, SyracuseInsuranceAgent.com. Get a free rate quote today. And hey, a big tip of the cap thank you as well to Burton Ace Hardware and Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay. Stop by for breakfast, great sandwiches and scramble bowls, fresh orange juice and fruit. Get the lunch with the sandwiches, chicken tenders or nuggets or waffle fries, mac and cheese. It's all on the menu. And of course, they have a wide array of great uh, uh, tasty treats for dessert. Uh, The peach milkshake season is back. So you can get that. They have great cookies. Uh, savor the summer mornings at Chick-fil-A with the chicken biscuit. Stop for lunch or stop for dinner at Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. It's just a great place to be. They're awesome in the community as well. So be on the lookout for what they're supporting in your local area uh, in and around Central New York. Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay, they will also cater your business lunch as well. For more, of course, visit cfasite.com slash clay that stands for chick-fil-a site s-i-t-e c-f-a site.com slash clay and you can check out all of the chicken that travels well at chick-fil-a again thanks for listening and as i always tell you enjoy the games before sunrise burn dairy and deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee donuts muffins breakfast sandwiches and other morning staples for lunch grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it pizza wings wraps or a fresh salad plus something to wash it down then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials now you can get your burn dairy and deli favorites delivered with doordash all day every day you can count on burn dairy and deli it's all good Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.